0: Hey folks, what's going on? Another beautiful day, rocking and rolling. It was a this is a full day on my end. Holy cow! We uh, yeah, good things. Thank God, lots of good things happening. But um, it's an early one today, and um, I'm hitting you in stride right now. Um, in between events happening, it's 9 a.m. I've been up since four, and. Uh, Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Thank God, all good things. So um, what I want to talk to you about today is revisiting things that were once bad for you, but now you're going to be able to tap back into, readdress um, in a way that is going to be healthy. A healthy individual is going to be able to go back into things that were once not good for them, and be able to redefine, on the very least, redefine the relationship. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna be going and engaging with the thing and in, 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 in reality, it means that you most likely will not be engaging how you previously were engaging with the thing, that's sort of the whole idea of growth, is like you're evolving and changing um, the way that you're you know relating to this, this thing in your life. Um, be that the re- a relationship, a relationship to something, to someone, um, whatever it might be. You're not if after you've grown, you, you, you after you've grown, you have you have undergone a um, a uh, a change. There's there's a there's a there's a gap. There's a numerical value of of difference um, standing between you and where you currently are and where you previously were. And how you're relating to to that same thing, that same relationship, right? So inherently, there's a there's a difference um, in how you're engaging and relating, and um, it's not going to be the same. But at least to go back and redefine that relationship is is um, the mark of a healthy individual, and that could be all the way to the point where, like you say, this is done. I'm never touching it again, and I'm going to do that in a way of of health, wellness, sanity, um, a conscious, proactive decision that I'm saying I'm not going to engage with this again because this is unhealthy for me. It could be that. Um, But but at least you're redefining it, right? That's you reengaging with the topic. What we don't want to do is... Never to, never to re engage with the topic of discussion. That would be avoidance. You understand? So there's a difference here. One would be saying, okay, there's something that was bad in my life. I've moved away from the thing that was bad in my life. I have created distance from the thing that was bad in my life. And now, from a healthy place, from a, from a safe place, I can turn around, reassess, readjust readjust and, and and make a conscious decision about what I'm going to do about that thing in my life that could have been, you know, really bad for me or whatever it might have been, I'm going to now re enter this the the Sort of the space of this topic, the space of this relationship. I'm going to re engage, but my re engagement is saying I'm not going to have a relationship. I'm making a conscious decision. My re engagement is putting a wall in front of it. My re engagement is making a barrier, making a boundary. That's my re engagement. That's really healthy versus saying, I had something that inflicted me in the past and I don't wanna address it because it scares me and it's really uncomfortable and I don't wanna talk about it and so I just try to pretend like it doesn't exist but everybody knows it exists and I try to continue to move on with my life but it's something that I know is there but I don't wanna look at and um, if you just don't look at it or pretend or or put yourself into another direction, um, even stronger, put yourself in this direction a lot more a lot stronger then it'll you know whatever we could deal with it'll it'll go away or it'll deal with itself or and the reality is is that's not that's not well first it's not true it's not just going to go away because even if the thing itself is away your internal relationship is still going to be there it's and and it, second it's just not going to go away by itself so so we have to we have to learn how to go back and re-engage with things in our life that once, um, you know, once we're there, and that could be in a healthy way or in an unhealthy way. It could be like in the sense of a trauma, it could be in the sense of like you were traumatized and now you have to revisit a relationship or a certain type of relationship in your life and you have to readdress, like redefine that relationship for yourself. It also could be something that was previously good for you that's not good for you anymore, right? Like let's say, you know you were doing an activity that was really good for you when you were younger and now it's it's time to like you know not I don't say I don't mean grow up but you know or you're you are evolving you're growing and and by nature your your relationships with everything is changing and evolving so maybe you have a hobby that was you know good for you at one point but now you need to um, it's not gonna be as good for you anymore and you need to redefine that relationship. So so, um, so this is what we're talking about and um, I, I wanna make an anecdote in here and to say that there are certain things that we're gonna have to learn how to commit to no matter what and there's certain things that we can learn how to be non-committal. We can learn how to have a commitment, but we can also learn how to um, let it go and let it out of our lives and, um, and anywhere in between. And there's, there's basically a difference. Something that you're going, there's two, there's two sides of this coin. Something that you're going to commit to no matter what, like that's it, you ha- you're locked on on that thing. No matter what happens, and then there's something that can, you know, exist in your life. It can be there. It can also go. It can come in and come and can come out, depending on what's happening, um, you know, depending on where you're holding, what's going on in your life. So, the difference is is that those very few committed items are going to be limited in number, and they're going to be very close to your inner circle. Basically, the way that it looks is like. Your relationship to yourself, your relationship to the world and, and the universe um, and, and God, um, and then your relationship to your spouse um, and your relationship to family. And your relationship to your spouse is one where we're talking about all these things you say oh i'm gonna look back i'm gonna redefine the relationship i'm going to you know maybe it's not healthy for me anymore Uh, with a spouse that conversations that could be if you're talking about like oh you know i go out with drinking buddies now i have to reassess it okay maybe it's not good for you to do that anymore doesn't mean that those people are bad you know maybe they maybe they aren't healthy for you and they don't need to be in your life but for a spouse what we're looking to do is we're, we're, we have to commit to that relationship no matter what. No matter what, and we have to really, really, really plunge ourselves into that relationship, no matter what, and make it happen. Now, yes, there is a, a avenue of, of divorce. God forbid it should be relevant to any of us, but there is that like option, it does exist in reality. I'm not I'm not. I'm not uh, saying obviously that that is not a reality, but the way that we we the way that we are relating to that thing, the way that we're relating to divorce and marriage in modern day Western culture is a travesty compared to what it should be. Is it is It's an atrocity compared to the ideal relationship, where most people nowadays get married and they say. Um, yeah, you know, uh, if it doesn't work out, we'll just get divorced. They're not really committing. They're just doing it because, I don't know, it's societal, because people do it, because, for whatever. But they're not actually committing to a relationship. Um, and they're, and that's why, basically, so many people don't get married and they just stay in a you know, seven-year-long boyfriend-girlfriend relationship where there's no commitment. There's no, I, tomorrow, that's, and that's why the relationship doesn't grow. That's why the relationship sta- it's stale. Because you're, you want your cake and you eat it too. You want to live with the person and have a dog, um, but you don't want to have kids. You want to sleep with each other, but you don't want to be, you know, committing to each other um, in the long term. Um, you know, there's, there's, you want to share space in the way that's comfortable, but not in the way that's not comfortable. And so, um, it's, it's something that. When you commit, you're committing your entire life, you're committing everything, you're committing your whole being into something. And you know what happens with that? You're going to access places that you would never be able to access. Your relationship changes. I know people for I know people first person, firsthand, that were in relationships for seven years and they're like, yeah, we're like, you know, we're at our ceiling with the relationship. Like, it's like there's no ceiling in a relationship, first of all. Okay? They go and they get married. And then guess what? Their relationship is radically different. Like all of a sudden it's like both parties are behaving much differently. It's like, why, what happened? Oh, you got married, yeah, but what happened? You You guys made a commitment to each, a deep commitment to each other. That has to be unwavering in your mind and you have to actually do that work with your own self. Not with her, not with him, just with your own self. You have to make that deep commitment and say, I'm committing to this thing. Now within that vessel, Within that context, there, there is a room, there's, there's a very, very healthy place to say we have to readdress and redefine this relationship. With Divorce isn't even in the picture. Divorce isn't even in your mind. As a healthy practice for growing and developing a relationship, we have to readjust things. That's just called Re, that's just called cleaning. That's just called readjusting. That's just, that's, it's like, it's like okay, we have some problems in the company. Um, we're gonna need to redefine what's going on in the company. Oh God, we're shutting it down. Everything's gonna be done. This is it. Game over. The whole party's done. Everybody go home, take your bags, pack it home, split it even, 50 50. You know, start pulling the hacksaws out. You cut the desks in half. You know, like, what are you talking about? That's why our mind doesn't have to jump there so quickly. It's like, yes, we need to. But if you talk to any healthy businessman, it's like, hey, um, how often do you, like, go in? I mean, like, a really good businessman, one who understands culture and people and company growth and, um, and, and moving towards objectives, but um, building teams. Um, they're going to say, we are doing refinements on the company constantly. And it's a constant process of saying what's working, what's not working, how are we working well together, how are we not working well together, how can we get better at this whole thing? Are our goals the right goals? How are we um you know, what are our relationship dynamics and how are you know, all of these different roles we have in the company working together? What's the company chemistry? What's the company culture? Are we doing the right things? Are our habits correct? Are our behaviors correct? Do we have the right influences internally and externally here, providing the right stimulus to our company? Do we have the right tools in the company? Do, I, mean, I could keep going, do you want me to keep going? Like this is what it means to be readjusting, reassessing. So, and, and to say, am I getting my goals done? Am I hitting, am I hitting my prayers? Am I hitting in, in, my prayers? I <laughs> I just walked past the sign. and said prayers. It just flew out of my mouth. That's hilarious. Am I hitting? Am I hitting my goals? Am I hitting my objectives? Because if you're not hitting your objectives, then we need to reassess. So it doesn't mean that the company is just shutting down. So we, we you know, I think a lot of people don't know how to commit to something, and because, 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 you know. The deeper conversation for that is because we 've lost our strength.'ve um, we 've lost our real deep strength as a, I think, as a nation, as a society, as a people, and the way that you get that, if you want to know, is stop masturbating. I know it sounds really random, it sounds irrelevant. It sounds like, okay, i don 't know what this guy's talking about, um, but stop wasting seed. you know hold in your energy if you want to call it like holding in your chi or whatever sure that works too but it more importantly you shouldn't be wasting your seed everywhere um and and spraying it all over the place you need to be holding it internally for men and you need to be you need to really be guarding yourself from that in a world that yes is so crazy and has normalized sexual interaction um to 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 a gross level really um Um, you need to learn how to hold in your seed. And guess what? You're going to have your strength back. And then you're going to be able to make a commitment. And then you're going to be able to make a long-term thing and make a long-term relationship. Then you're going to be able to make a big deal. And then you're going to be able to make money. You know, holding in your seed is directly connected to money. There's a lot of different Torah on this, a lot of different um, wisdom coming down from the sages thousands of years ago, hundreds of years ago, coming down about seed directly connected to um, your strength, your physical strength, your emotional strength, your uh, financial success—all of this stuff—it's not random. It's di- it's very directly connected, um, and that's that's basically the essence of of you know how you're gonna learn how to make these commitments. You might be like, I don't I don't know I don't know how to make that commitment. Here's how you start making that commitment: start uh, holding your seed. <laughs> Stop masturbating. And and go ahead and start building the right things in your life. Start giving more charity instead of instead of uh, you know instead of you know giving the evil eye, give a good eye. You know this is how you start to refine yourself. You start to become the right vessel. You start to become the right tool in the toolbox. Then you can actually go and do the job. It's like I'm trying to screw a thing in, and it's like whoa, I can't do it. It's like because you're a dull tool, you're a dull sh- screwdriver. You're like you're your tip's bad, the handle's bad, the bar's bent, everything's wrong with it. So it's like, you know, oh, it doesn't work. There's something wrong with the action of fixing bikes. Like I I can't, you know, there's no point in fixing bikes anymore, you know, because it's like, no, 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 you got it all wrong. You are a bent tool. You're a bent tool with a bad head. And it's not a problem, but we got to fix that. (laughs) We, We need to fix that. Right. So, so, You know, it is a problem, but there's no problem with you. It's, you know, it's not a big deal. Like, let's just fix it. Everybody has bent little things here and there and broken whatever. So let's fix it. So that's the whole deal. So... How are you gonna be able to go and make a big commitment and actually commit to something in your life like a big, deep marriage or guess what? A big business contract. Everybody wants to make lots of money. Guess where that money comes from? You know where it comes from? It comes from making big deals, from making big contracts, from making big relationships, from making big pushes into this world. You know where that energy comes from? That energy comes from you. It comes from your insides. It comes from the depth of you. And ultimately that depth connects into the rest of the universe, into the world, into your soul your soul connects into the rest of this universe and to God and to source and to the whole deal. So you want to connect deeper. You want to feel more you want to have deeper, bigger spiritual experiences. It doesn't mean more drugs. It means holding in your seed, stop masturbating and start getting more sensitive to the world and start connecting in a deeper, bigger way. You're going to be able to make bigger commitments in your life. That's just how it works. You're going to be able to reap the benefits a lot more. Um, but those benefits are just like the top layer of the cake. Like, there's so much more to talk about than just making lots of money. It's just the first thing there, but it will enable you to do that. So, um, why am I talking about this? Because we're talking about making commitments into a big relationship, but then being able to reassess a, re- a relationship um, that, that you're in a deep, long, committed relationship, be able to make the appropriate adjustments internally and externally and how you're behaving. Um, Apropos to the the current stance of that relationship that you're in, right? So maybe you guys, as a unit, need to now, you know, go left instead of going right. You guys have been going, you know, you guys have been going straight this whole time. Now you guys need to make a turn to the left. Now you need to make a turn to the right. You need to change the way that you guys are internally discussing things. Um, and so, so this is this is a really it's, a, it's an important thing. And then. This also obviously goes to the first part of saying, I have a thing in my life that I need to redefine. I might not need this anymore in my life. I'm growing, I don't need to be engaging with this anymore. Maybe, uh, I'll give you a personal example. I was, I was um, a big psychedelics and pot user when I was younger and I felt that they really helped me. They really helped me grow. And I you know, would do mushrooms, I would eat mushrooms, do acid um, and smoke weed and whatever and, and, and um, I smoked DMT once and whatever. I was looking for truth. I was looking for the depth of reality. I was looking for the real answers in this life. And those things brought me forward in life but they're not the ultimate answer. And, um, and Unfortunately, a lot of people think they are the ultimate answer because they have, you know, big insights and they bring in like a bunch of big different things. Um, but how, they, they, and it's a very simple, it's a very simple reasoning as to why they're not the answer. You can't live your life tripping on mushrooms, right? And you can't, you know, you know your life should be, should have some sort of code of law something that is not just made up by you on the spot, right? If this world was divinely orchestrated, if this world is deeper and bigger and more spiritual than just you as an individual, right? First we have to count something. There's a big world out there. It's a broad world out there. It's bigger than you, right? So if the world's bigger than you, it means that there's something greater going on than you that you can connect into something bigger than you that you can connect into and be a part of. No matter how big you are, if you're president of whoever, it doesn't matter because the world's bigger than you. So you can connect into something bigger than you. And the way that you do that is, is, you know, there's a, there's a number, there's basically, you know, the, the people search for that through psychedelics and through weed and through all of this stuff. So those things bring insights, but they don't give you, okay, how are you supposed to behave day to day? Does it give you a framework on how to conduct yourself? Does it give you a framework on how to interact with humans? It might, it might give you a little insight here and there, what to behave with right now, this second, but it's not telling you how to behave. What happens if you have a moral dilemma? Do you need to go pause and do mushrooms and then come back? It's clearly not an answer for the way that you're supposed to operate and run a life and and it's just not the only way that you can connect spiritually to the world. So after a while, I found that it was it was, you know, it wasn't healthy for me to be engaging with it anymore. And n- not to say that I didn't value from it. I really feel like I did grow through those things. I know I grew through those things. I know that my life was deeply impacted and um, guided along, you know, by these, by these, you know, plants and, and mushrooms and whatever. And they had a big impact on me. That's for sure. But it doesn't mean that that's just how it is now forever. Because if you just subscribe to that for the rest of your life, and that's it, and you're done, then you're limiting you're limiting your whole your whole reality now you've just limited because you're not asking more questions you're not saying how can i grow how can i continue more how can i continue on you're you're putting it all into this one box and moving forward in that and you're not ever saying you're not ever asking these bigger questions yeah you might have to rewrite your belief system but you know what you're going to keep growing and that's that's and connect deeper and become a better person and to and to, and to you know, really be a pillar in this world in a bigger way than what you currently are. I'm not saying that you're not being a pillar in the world the way that you currently are. Maybe you are. But if you just say find one thing that's good for you and you stay in that space and you just say, oh, this is good for me, that's it, I'm done, I'm good, I don't have to work anymore, I found the thing that is good for me that's gonna work for me, and you just go into that without reassessing where that is for you in your life, then, then, then you've closed your mind. And so this is a, uh, really important thing because after a while I found that I wasn't growing through smoking weed anymore. Like I wasn't growing through doing mushrooms anymore. I was doing it because I was searching for something, but the mushrooms weren't giving me any answers. I mean, yeah, like they were okay. Like you have a, you get a high, And you could do with 30 grams of mushrooms, some ridiculous dose of mushrooms. But like, and you blast off, but it's not like, is that a really like, you know, it's not a sustain, what does that do for you? Does that show you how to have healthy relationships with people? Does it show you how to have, you know, it's not a sustainable thing. So if you want to actually grow and move forward in a more um, developed way, then then you need to reassess these relationships and after a while being like a tripper i realized like okay i'm not this is not healthy for me anymore and i'm going to stop this behavior and i'm going to look for something deeper more more wholesome more true more consistent more you know whatever you know i got into i got into and this is just my own journey so whatever you guys do your thing but this is my own journey but I got into Judaism and deep mystical Judaism, you know, dating back thousands and thousands of years, uh, and went to Jerusalem, went to Israel in the Middle East, and studied with sages there, and you know what happened? I was able to access those psychedelic states. It's like you hear like the monks meditating, and they're able to open up their cannabinoids in their brain to get high, like, you know, You're doing that, basically, when you're entering these deep, mystical states. That's what's going on. It's not cannabis. It's much greater than cannabis. You just have these things that cannabis is a plant that is able to plug into but you have these receptors you have these things you can look at it neurochemically but you are a vessel you're an antenna into the universe and you can open that thing up you can open yourself up in a way that's consistent sustainable you know there's mystics out there who aren't doing any drugs you know they're connecting into the universe because they're connecting into the universe so so I was having psychedelic experience three times a day without doing anything completely sober. And it was like, what the heck is going on here? This is crazy. Like, I don't know what's happening here, but I've got to figure this thing out. And that's what happened. I stayed and I learned and I grew and, and it only came from me, um, reassessing and readjusting now the next question that you're going to ask is okay well then why don't you go and reassess and readjust your relationship with judaism right you know how do you know that it's not this one or this one or how do you know that in five years that it's not going to be the next one right the diff- The difference is, is is that i didn't make a committed relationship i didn't make a committed bond to um to psychedelics um and it wasn't giving me the right thing. Psychedelics was like, uh, you know, some lover or whatever that, like, you know, you go and like have a good time with, and like you can like get some benefit afterwards. But like, there's what are you, like, there's nothing. You know, when you're committing into a deeper structure that brings you to deeper places. I've gone on. I've done. I've smoked DMT, right? Five meo, whatever DMT. I've smoked DMT and that's what actually connected me to God and, um, and to source and just the idea that there's only one source that is actually emanating this world and universe. There's only one source. You could call him God. You could call it the un- the universe, you know, capital S source, whatever you want. I don't care, but I'd smoke DMT and that's what I got brought to. And, um, I didn't smoke DMT again, you know, but, but I knew the moment after I finished smoking DMT that I was going to never do it again because I got what I needed out of that. And there was no sustainability in a healthy, living, like breathing, working individual by just smoking DMT. Like you don't get to, a relationship requires work. It requires every day you showing up. It requires hard work consistently every day, constantly readjusting, constantly growing, that's it you know, these drugs are only help, like they were helpful for me, but even now at this point in time, I don't recommend them for people. If I think if you're happening down the path and that it, you have gone through that path, like, okay, fine. It is what it is, but there's ways to grow without it. You don't need that stuff. So the difference is, is, is that I was, I was, um, in that place. And now I'm in a place where it like, I don't need to. I don't need to re. I don't need to reassess the relationship. I can reassess within the relationship, but I've made a committed relationship, and there's no reason to reassess because I'm. It's because the framework of a halachic uh, meaning, like meaning, basically, uh, I would put it. I'll put it this way. It sounds like law-abiding Judaism. It, that doesn't sound right or nice or well or good or happy or anything like that, but just hear me out. The relationship in law-abiding Judaism where you're following the Shulchan as a from religious Jew is one that is an infinite ladder of growth. And that's the whole point. It's a whole, it's a framework, it's the ultimate consciousness tool. It's the ultimate consciousness framework. You know people want to be mindful so they say gratitude you know gratitudes like before and after their meals and stuff like that right nowadays a lot of the mindful people and the hippies and and all that other i'm so grateful for this i'm so grateful for this it's very popular nowadays even like in startup culture and like you know progressive culture whatever hipsters oh i'm so grateful for everything gratitude it's good gratitude is really healthy that's such a small part of the entire picture and 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 the jewish structure has worked that in in a way where it's sustainable it's consistent you can access it at at all times and and to a point where you know wherever you're at there's infinite levels of growth so wherever you're at you just have to push yourself it's like going into a gym that has endless weights go take go at it <laughs> like you know that's it go get take a crack keep going go for it And however far you can go, you can go. That's the whole deal. It's the ultimate consciousness builder. There's no end. There's no limits. The room will infinitely expand as far as you can imagine it. And and the weights will never end. So it's all a matter of you just getting stronger and more fit in a conscious sense. So that's why when you find the right relationship, it's like meeting your soulmate. When you meet your soulmate, you don't need to... um, you don't need to reassess the relationship. Especially when you meet your soulmate and you have a framework that's going to enable you to grow infinitely within that relationship. You don't need to be like, okay, did we do the right thing? Um, I don't know about this relationship. We should divorce is so far into like the Shalom, you should even if God forbid you should even say that word. Because it's so far and away gone outside of the of the frame of reference. A healthy beautiful a healthy beautiful relationship should be one that is focused on building the relationship completely. And you shouldn't have any energy invested anywhere else. You should just be completely 100,000% invested, completely focused on building the good vibes of this home and completely intent on doing that for the rest of your life. That's all it is. That's what it is. And if you can do that, you're going to be infinitely happy because it's just your home, it's your tool for infinity. And if you never pick a home, and if you never pick a tool for infinity, you're never gonna access it. So you're gonna be running around, playing with a whole bunch of different tools and playing with a whole bunch of different homes, never accessing levels beyond level 10, 5, you know, 15, 20, 100. You're never gonna get farther than 100. You know, when you really have an infinite, it's like trying to, you know, to make a, to make an analogy, it's like you get a you you go and you're looking for you know Mario's like well that goes down to like this infinite room of gold, right? And it's like all you're doing is running around trying to find wells, and you've never actually gone down to the room of gold, right? That's what a lot of people are doing. The only way you get the gold is if you commit to going down one thing and that's where you go, that's where you live, that's your home, and you just grow within that space. You just grow within that well. You don't need other wells because why would you need other wells when you have one well that has infinite amounts of gold? Oh, so you're going to leave that one and go try to find another one? That's not your soulmate. That's not the right vessel for you. That's not the right place for you. So when you go to another place you're ruining what you what this in this infinity that you've built you've you're ruining this portal for infinity that you've built and that's how it is there's infinite amounts of growth within your relationship there's infinite amounts of growth when you build a home it doesn't come from boyfriend girlfriend it comes from husband and wife it comes from man and woman as a bonded unit together that's how it comes that's how it was built that's how it was designed. You can make any argument to me in the world. I don't care. It's just not, it doesn't work any other way than that. Man and woman being married and committed to each other. Man and woman. That's how it works. Is it possible to have relationships that are not that? Yeah, obviously, of course it's possible. Is it the best and ultimate way to have relationships? No, it's not. And there's a framework for doing that. And all of the secrets live within the frameworks of Judaism. And so you can go and you can access that. And it's not just a cold, hard, law-abiding thing. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. It's a guidelines to infinity. That's all it is, guidelines to infinity. You wanna access the deepest spiritual heights? Here are the guidelines to infinity. Follow these guidelines and you'll be accessing infinity in no time. That's how it works. That's what happened. That's what happened when I went to Israel. That's what happened when I went to Jerusalem. I went to go study. Oh, here you go. You want to follow the guidelines of infinity? Sure thing, coming right up. Here you go. Okay, ready for infinity? Yep. Do, 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 do. All of a sudden I was tripping harder than I've ever tripped in my life. I had I had experiences that were far more powerful than even when I was on DMT. And that was crazy when I smoked DMT. But there were these things blew that out of the water and I'm not exaggerating trust me I'm not exaggerating I'm not just trying to sell this to you this is the real deal this is how it goes this is what happens and so you know if you think that it's only possible through smoking DMT you're wrong it is yeah you could go to crazy places through smoking DMT obviously that's for sure there that exists but if you think that's the only way to go there You're far mistaken, I'm sorry to say it, but you're far mistaken because there's so, there's better ways and there's healthier ways to go there. So, the question is, do you want to access infinity? And if so, then there are some guidelines. And the way that we came into this whole discussion was saying, if you want to grow in your life, we need to learn how to reassess certain relationships. And we also need to learn how to commit to relationships. So first of all, we need to recognize what's good for us, what's bad for us, and we need to start moving in the direction of good and and out of the direction of bad. If you wanna be accessing those levels of infinity, if you wanna be actually catalyzing the growth, catalyzing the strength, catalyzing the energy that you actually innately have inside of you, stop masturbating. Simple as that. There you have it. You can do this it, it, like follow through on this it 'll take you a year. Just this one episode will take you a year to to really act on and and like get to in a powerful way. obviously, you can start acting on it today, and by next week you 'll be feeling it but but you by tomorrow you 'll be feeling it. Start working on it now you 'll feel it i'm sorry to put that deadline out into a year it doesn 't have to be like. Right now, you can access these places by just stopping right now in your mind, making a commitment to saying I'm not going to masturbate, I'm not gonna watch porn, I'm not going to jerk off, I'm not gonna do any of this stuff anymore, I'm going to respect myself, I'm going to build up my own you know, temple as, a, as an individual, as a person, and become a respectable human being, and, and build up my strengths, and I'm not gonna waste my seed on whatever garbage is out there online, and I'm going to actually build up my energy, build up my strength, and go out into this world in a meaningful way. If you can do that, you're gonna see life-changing things happening for you instantaneously. Instantaneously, that's just going to happen for you, instantaneously. So this is what, this is what needs to happen, and the guidelines of, to infinity are there for you. You can access them. You're, you're ready to go, so Um, This is what it takes. Let's start going down that path. Reassess, readjust. Is something healthy for you? Be honest with yourself. Make readjustments. Is something healthy for you? Yes? No? No? Okay. So let's reassess. Let's readjust. Don't avoid. That's the biggest thing of this whole podcast that I'm trying to get at. Stop with the avoidance of whatever thing it's like if you know it's not good for you if you know you have a history with it avoiding the engagement avoiding making a decision about something is the most unhealthy thing that you can do if you re if you re-engage with that thing and you make a decision to say you know what this is or is not healthy for me that's amazing that's fantastic but if you just avoid it that's that's really not good So let's move forward. Let's grow. Let's develop. You got this. Um, There's a whole world waiting for you. Lots of growth going on and you have it all inside of you. So guard yourself and uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you guys tomorrow.